angry feelings are disagreeable. I'm putting you on warning. Just who the hell do you think you people are? They will be met with fire and fury. They make you act and look as well as feel unhappy. Our very way of life. Look at the fear. Are under threat from extremists. I am your voice. Welcome back to Anger Management with Nick Clegg, the podcast which asks why is there so much anger in politics and society at the moment and what can we do about that? And my guest this week is very, very well placed to talk about that. Matteo Renzi, uh, who was, I think, I'm right in saying, Matteo, your administration when you were Prime Minister was the fourth longest administration in Italian post-war History and uh, Italian politics is a pretty angry thing right now. So I think you are a great witness to this uh, subject. So my first question to you, Matteo, firstly, is welcome. Thank you so much. Um, It's a great pleasure to be here with you. Do you consider yourself an angry person? No. No. I. You don't look it to me, no. Uh, no, 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 absolutely. <laughs> I look to you and uh, I consider myself uh, a very lucky boy. <laughs> also, if I'm 43 years old, so lucky, yes, boy, not yet. Uh, <laughs> but um, I think uh, in, in my life, uh, I spent uh, the first period of my life uh, serving my country, my city before, because I And your was, city was, your hometown is... Uh, uh, my city is Florence, so oh, I'm... well. Flo- mm, I'm former mayor of Florence. When the people... Not uh, a bad place to have as your hometown. Uh, yeah, it's not bad. It's not uh, with a great presence of uh, uh, British people and uh, yes. great tribute to, to the uh, British culture. But uh, uh, I became mayor at 34-year-old, So uh, one of the youngest mayors in the history of Florence, I served as mayor. Then I became uh, prime minister at 39 in Italy. The older who became prime minister at 39 was Benito Mussolini. So the the benchmark (laughs) is not very good. No, no, no. no. Let's gloss uh, over that. I don't know. I don't know. It's not important, this this ranking. And I'm not angry. I I think... uh, Italy is a country rich of a lot of things uh, with mm. little problems in politics. Uh, uh, yes, uh, my government is one of the more uh, stable government. Mm. Uh, the longevity is number four in 60, in uh, 65 government. Wow. But 65 government in 70 years, it's not it's a very good performance. And what... Is it easy for you to look back and explain to yourself why why you were attracted to politics in the first place? My first memory, I remember very well when I asked to my mother, uh, Mommy, what is politics? <laughs> and uh, her answer is remains in my heart because she told me, Uh, she 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 gave me a little gift. She told me the history of a young minister of USA, young secretary, who decided to send the uh, National Army to guarantee to black guy the possibility to enter in the university. This young minister, the young uh, secretary was uh, Bob Kennedy. Mm. Uh, the state uh, was uh, um, Alabama. 
in the uh, 60s. Mm. And uh, I think this is politics. Uh, this was expression of my mother. Politics is a uh, uh, guarantee the right of uh, everyone. And uh, for me, this uh, unbelievable uh, uh, history is a very personal experience. And when two weeks ago, I received the invitation to, to official ceremony to remember uh, Bob Kennedy 50 years after. Oh, wow. The, where, the, where, where? So there's a memorial for, or a yeah, commemoration yeah, of Bobby Yeah, Denny. an official commemoration oh. for Bob Kennedy 50 years, in June 68. Huh. So the it's, word fortunate uh, is changed. A lot of things changed, but a black they, man imagine for eight years politics as politics as ideal. Not a compromise, not a, uh angry thing but um, an ideal and i think this is very important and so that was when you were nine years old so, so when and you became mayor when you were in your early 30s so w what happened in between did, did you were you politically active as a student as a yeah i work uh, during my experience in the high school in florence uh, as a representative of students, uh, then I started with uh, work in the marketing uh, uh, company. I spend my time in my city, also in the university, University of Law. And uh, then for a lot of reason, with a group, with a little team of uh, boys and girls who come from, particularly from experience of Boy Scouts. Oh yes, because I, I remember. Didn't you have the? Didn't you have a sort of a uh, saying from Baden Powell on your website, or do you still have that? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, What's the saying? Baden Powell uh, is the founder. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, of uh, uh, Scout, but there is. I, I got. I got thrown out of the Boy Scouts, so I, I'm. I, I'm impressed you stuck with it. I was considered to be too um, ill-disciplined. Do you remember? Do you remember uh, the expression of Bernard Shaw against the Scouts? No. <laughs> but Boy Scout, the Boy Scout is a stupid man with the dress of a boy who, who guess boy dressed as a stupid man. <laughs> this is the uh, not official translation of George Bernard Shaw against uh, our uh, life experience. But for me, um, experience of as Boy Scout was very important, particularly for the character and for the um, ideals. Mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, I think for my political life, nothing is uh, more educative as uh, the decision to be in uh, when I was uh, 17, a uh, referee of football. Really? Yeah. Because you are quite a football. You, we were talking just earlier, you're, and your oldest son is now a very good footballer. Uh, so but, football's but, a big thing, right? But, but uh, if you are a good player, you became a good player. If you are not a good player, you, you become a referee. <laughs> become a referee. <laughs> and if you are a good referee, you became a good referee. As my friend Gianluca Rocchi, who is the ah, Italian yes. referee, yes. Uh, it's, uh, come from Florida, he's a close ah. friend. If you are not a good referee, you became a politician. <laughs> this is the, my yeah, yeah, career. So I became it, Prime Minister of Italy sure. for this reason. Was, I'm not. Uh, yeah, yeah. I wasn't a good player. I wasn't a good referee. So you became a I became uh, um, Prime Minister. <laughs> well, that's not a bad. Well, uh, look, I'm sorry. I, since you've raised football, I have to ask you: What happened? Why? why I mean, a World Cup without Italy is just not. Uh, our in fact, and I, by the way, I say this as a, someone whose mother is Dutch: A World Cup our without the Netherlands. Our friendship, dear Nick, <laughs> has just come to. Here, uh, because speaking about football in this moment for uh, Italian, uh, yeah. oh, it's unbelievable. Nobody, it's unbelievable. Uh, but, but there is the World Cup. Uh, where is Italy? Yeah, uh, Formentera, uh, the, the national 
the national uh, football club the song uh, in the in the radio is uh, where is the national uh, italian team football is uh, <laughs> the formentera stadium <laughs> so we are so so sad for that uh, yeah. because uh, um, last are people, time are people still watching Yeah, yeah, still yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. I mean, it's a football mad oh, country. Absolutely. Uh, football is football. We discussed about uh, a result. Uh, uh, there is uh, a discussion website for the team supported by Italian uh, people. For example, Senegal have a, um, an Italian goal- goalkeeper oh. and it, with a double nationality. So there is a, a component of Italian uh, support for Senegal. Right. Oh, there, so, yeah, there is a lot of... Uh, there But are, is there, uh, any, one, is there one, any other team that, that Italians are going to support more than... I mean, are they going to support France or Germany or, uh, or England depends. or... Usually it's not easy to find someone in Italy who yeah. supports France or Germany. No, I was about to say. For, uh, so maybe England. Maybe, England. Maybe, maybe you, by this podcast, you can provide collective Italian support I, I to the English team. I understand, but there is not electoral campaign. <laughs> no, so, <laughs> we hope with a new trainer, with a good friend of British soccer, because he's Roberto Mancini. Ah, yes. Um, we can come back to, to glorious of the good. past. Well, we, we... Uh, but uh, really, when we stay out of uh, World Cup, uh, our image is the image of uh, Gigi Buffon, uh, the captain, <laughs> the former captain of yes. the national team. Oh. with um, Tears in his eyes, very yes. terrible. Uh, Was Europe... Um, I really said for the Panama, you destroy Panama yeah. 6-1. I know, but we never do anything. Cruel, six cruel one, like nationality. That. I know, I mean, amazing. But the first goal of Panama in... Uh, yes, They, did you see them all cheering? I thought it was wonderful at the end. It was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> As if they'd won. Yes. Um, Matteo, was Europe and the European community and then the European Union and European integration, was that always an idea which inspired you and motivated you? Because when you were in office, of course, you had a lot of controversial uh, arguments with uh, your fellow leaders, whether it was David Cameron or Angela Merkel or Hollande. I mean, that's what you had to quite rightly do for your country. But I always sensed in you that you were also a convinced European. Is that always been the case? I'm uh, an European with Italian passport and with a Florentine soul. But uh, I, I am convinced... I, 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 i think, I believe, Europe is a great thing. My grandfather fought against enemies in France. My grand, the older grandfather fought against enemies in Greece. Mm-hmm. So, uh, really, Europe is the peace uh, process uh, more unbelievable in the history of man. After centuries of war, 70 years of peace, 70 years of progress, uh, is Erasmus, uh, is... Uh, Uh, cultural um, relation uh, is investment uh, in the future and prosperity. So I believe in Europe. At the same time, I fought with my colleagues, former colleagues uh, and uh, friends, because I believe Europe has to change. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we think European... Um, Dream is one of the most uh, powerful message for politics around uh, the history, but at the same time we know we have to change this Europe. 
Because uh, Europe uh, became uh, one different thing respect to the ideals of founders, uh, it's very interesting to discuss about the creation of Europe with the six uh, first countries, mm. but it's interesting also to uh, discuss about Winston Churchill's idea about Europe uh, efforts, Winston Churchill's efforts to create a cultural mm. uh, uni process of unification. Uh, this is the past. Uh, this past was rich of ideals. Now Europe risks to become only a place of bureaucracy, of red, as a red tape of bureaucracy. And I think this uh, should be a terrible mistake, not for memory of my grandfather, but for the future of mm. my son. Mm. This is the point. And um, uh, I fought uh, against uh, too much bureaucracy, Uh, I fought against the uh, strategies about uh, economy, mm. in my opinion, not good. Uh, I think uh, we have to invest in the growth, not only to protect uh, austerity. Mm -hmm. uh, during uh, uh, Obama's administration, the USA economy grew up. During uh, um, the same period in Europe, uh, the gap inside Europe uh, Uh, was a large. This is a problem, uh, particularly for the south of Europe. But I believe in Europe. If there is a, a, a message very clear for me, um, Europe is the future. But we have to to try mm. to to work for a different Europe. And I'm uh, really sad for the decision uh, of uh, your country to leave. Yeah. Uh, I remember very well the the night. Uh, of Brexit, I didn't believe. Oh, it's unbelievable. And uh, Did you say anything to David Cameron? Because you were in the council, uh, the European Council, in which, uh, you know, during the time in which he took the decision to hold the referendum and so on. Did you at any point uh, sort of say, look, is this a risky thing to do? Or, or was it just, or did, did everyone say, oh, well, he's decided to take a referendum, we'll help him to win it? Or? No, no, uh, uh, I... First of all, I have um, I have I'm member of the same club of David Cameron, the club of uh, against Ex referendum yeah, yeah, because yeah. Uh, he lost the, the um, Downing Street after the referendum about Brexit and six months after I lost my the constitutional my referendum. job for a constitutional referendum. In this case, a constitutional referendum was uh, an obligation, yeah. not uh, a decision. Not a choice. But I remember David uh, fought very strongly during the European Council to ob obtain a lot of permission. Mm -hmm. And I, I remember also a lot of uh, polemics against uh, this uh, strategy of Cameron. It was a strategy, obviously, for uh, British people, uh, for UK interest uh, to try to, to uh, sign an agreement uh, to present for a referendum very, very good for the British people. Uh, obviously, uh, I think, I speak very frankly with you and uh, uh, with the people uh, of the podcast, uh, I think, this is my view, uh, in the next years uh, will be clear uh, the damage for UK of this decision. Unfortunately, uh, and this is a problem of politics around the world, not only in UK or in Italy. You decide one thing today, mm. the effects 
will be clear only in the next years. And this is our right, maledition. Yeah. This is our our problem as politicians because uh, the decision to leave uh, EU was in 2016. The official moment of Brexit will be in March 2019, mm. but the consequences in the life of British people arrive in 2020, 2021. Mm. A part of people maybe doesn't remember the real reason mm. of the problems. The reason of the problem was the decision of Brexit. So uh, I remember very strong discussion with David, against David, because mm. David uh, asked a lot of things for UK. Mm. Uh, I believe this agreement uh, was a very good agreement for uh, British people. This is this is on the uh, the changes to freedom of movement and access to benefits and all that kind of stuff. Right? I remember too much for a part of European uh, leaders. I remember a discussion. Uh, some. Uh, members of European community who said, ah, oh, it's exaggerate. Every, every man tomorrow could uh, ask, ask the, the same, same thing, thing uh, mm. uh, as um, Cameron, wife, or UK, mm. this uh, um, particular procedure. And I think now it's very... It's very difficult to understand what happened for uh, UK. Obviously, Europe have to change uh, in terms mm. of bureaucracy, in terms of uh, uh, give a new hope for the next generation. Mm. But I prefer stay in this side in this, of in a, history. In a, in a club which is imperfect but still better than leaving. Let's just take a, a change of uh, uh, tone uh, before... I'm very keen to ask you more questions about the political situation in uh, in, in Italy um, in recent weeks and months. But just before we turn to that, if um, if I were to ask you something I ask all my guests, who you would like to be stuck in an elevator with and why, who is it that you would choose and why? This is a good question and for me it's also um, a joke because when I was Prime Minister... Italy organized a very brilliant uh, event called Expo, Expo 2015. Yeah. Also, David Cameron, as prime minister, visited uh, a very great organization to show the great uh, image of Italy. And uh, um, after a bilateral meeting with the president of Kazakhstan, uh, Nazarbayev, yeah. a meeting in which I spoke a lot about the good infrastructure in Italy, the very great capacity and ability of Italian engineer, the elevator was blocked uh, <laughs> for 45 minutes uh, with Nazarbayev. You were in the, the lift with Nazarbayev yeah, for 45 yeah, minutes? And the team of uh, Nazarbayev, the team of uh, policemen, uh, and a uh, uh, very hot discussion because in July you can imagine uh, what happened about a blocked... So, so it's not a hypothetical question for you. It's actually happened. You have chosen uh, uh, Nazarbayev. We discussed it for 45 minutes, but at minutes exactly as an half uh, of uh, <laughs> soccer time at a minute uh, of 42 he told me okay uh, your infrastructure are very good your elevator we can discuss <laughs> and, uh, but uh, I believe that uh, for the future not for a uh, head of state of government I like to to remain blocked with a young startupper 
because I think uh, with a what with a young startupper. Ah, right, yeah, someone who's a, a young uh, entrepreneur, a young entrepreneur who yeah. invests in startup. Yeah. Um, the future Mark because, Zuckerberg. Yeah. Because this is the problem of Italy in this moment. Italy is a great country, rich of history, mm. rich of brilliant, People, brilliant yeah. uh, uh, brain, brilliant uh, minds, brilliant uh, students, uh, entrepreneurs. Uh, but we need more future mm. because our past is uh, fantastic. Florence, Venice, mm. Rome, Pompeii. Naples, uh, our past is in front of the people around the world. Yeah. We need the future. Mm. And so, to stay 20 mm. minutes, 30 minutes, not mm. more, uh, an entrepreneur, a young entrepreneur, a startupper will explain to me what is the future in uh, his eyes for Italy. Mm. That is a very, very compelling. Aunt, in alternative, I have the president of Kazakhstan. Yes, I was about to say. So, well, you've done that already. So, you've, you you don't need to do that again unless you want to. But just just tell me then, um, this election that took place um, recently in Italy, um, which has led to this uh, the first time I think in post-war Italian history, a government composed of two parties that, in their different ways, are. Uh, anti-Europe or anti-the Eurozone. Um, there's a lot of anger. Signor Salvini in particular yeah. seems to embody uh, the politics of anger. And he is, in a sense, a classic anti-immigration, anti-European, anti-everything politician. Uh, you must ask yourself this all the time. What is your explanation for where all that anger came from and why so many voters voted for Di Maio and Salvini when clearly your politics is 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 a much less angry and extreme and populist kind of politics a lot of people use this expression populism uh, and uh, but it's not easy to mm. understand what is really populism yeah, yeah, around yeah. the world mm. uh, populism uh, populist is also for uh, some uh, issues Donald Trump, uh, but it's very different from a Filipino president uh, of uh, Director, yeah. um, uh, Evo Morales uh, or um, anti-European parties uh, as Marine Le Pen or Matteo Salvini or mm. alternative for Deutschland or maybe also for Farage mm. in uh, Farage in, in in your country. So, uh, yeah, every uh, in the last election uh, the victory. Uh, the first party was a uh, five-star movement, the second party, my party, the third party, uh, Lega Nord with Salvini, and the Lega Nord with the five-star movement uh, closed an agreement uh, mm. to create a government led today by Professor Giuseppe Conte. And I think uh, the populism uh, is in Italy, first of all, uh, anti-establishment reaction, which you so, have everywhere at the moment. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, in a lot of part of the world uh, with in the charge risks. In the past, it was uh, more difficult to bring, uh, to arrive to the power mm. in the past. But it was also more difficult to lose the power. Mm. Now it's easy to arrive to the power, but it's easy also to lose mm. uh, the power. And um, I, 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 I think the first... Uh, mm, Link is the anti-establishment uh, message. The second point uh, is an approach very strange about Europe because uh, 
Salvini is a close friend of Marine Le Pen, so is uh, against uh, um, European uh, uh, inspiration, uh, European uh, ideals, but at the same time, uh, nobody in electoral campaign gave the, gave the message, oh, we will exit from Europe. Yeah, yeah. No, no. The people know very well uh, for... Uh, Italy, Europe is a part of identity, mm. despite polemics, despite uh, economic crisis, despite mm. um, protest against uh, the decision of EU immigration. Mm. Uh, five-star movement depends, because uh, uh, it's a, for a referendum about Europe, uh, about Euro. But one the day are, yes, yeah. one day not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is um, it's very uh, difficult to uh, understand what is really five star movement is uh, uh, an ideological uh, uh, movement uh, uh, who is in the same places with Farage in uh, European Parliament. So, mm. if we think about a uh, uh, picture. Uh, in the European Parliament, uh, uh, you can see Di Maio with Farage and uh, uh, Salvini with Le Pen. Mm. Uh, not very pro-European uh, uh, team. Uh, but at the same time, uh, they use expression very traditional about Europe in this moment in Italy. Uh, there is... Uh, yeah, and your new foreign minister, I think it's your foreign minister, Enzo... Moavero Milanese, he, maybe he, you he know. Was a, he was a, a European co Commission official when I worked there many years uh, ago. He worked for European Commission right. and uh, he was a very close uh, friend Monti, and, uh, yeah? with Mario Monti and with Ricoletta and with Paolo Gentiloni. Yeah. So he worked for three, he served as minister in two government, yeah. Monti and Letta, and he served as a uh, councillor in the government led by Paolo Gentiloni. My so they're sending mixed signals, huh? It's Con very confusing mixed. signals. Uh, what is uh, the Italian government today? Uh, I think uh, we will see in the next uh, months. Obviously, I'm at the position, I'm against this mm. government, uh, but I think it's important also for uh, Italian people to use the same expression uh, of the past for uh, UK and particularly for USA. Wrong or right is my country. So mm. I, I think we will see would happen in uh, Italy. Italy is an unbelievable and incredible country, rich of opportunities and of possibilities, rich of talents, rich of quality. This government promised uh, the moon, mm. promised uh, money for all. Promised, Utopia, yeah. Yeah, um, 1,600 uh, uh, euro for the family, also if stay at home, without a job. Mm. He promised flat tax at mm, 15, 20, 25 percent. Mm. He promised uh, the, um, anticipate retirement and pensions. Uh, he promised everything. Mm. Uh, um, it's impossible. Mm. Uh, and I think today the best way to defeat populism, Italian populism, is time. Mm. Because it's time play uh, with us. Mm. 
Uh, time uh, we to sh- show to show that their promises are not deliverable, it's to show that they can't deliver. Uh, uh, but but, but Matteo, can I ask you something? So I, I agree with you. And look here in the United Kingdom, as you know, we're all waiting. We've been waiting for two years uh, for the Brexit utopia, and they still can't agree amongst themselves. Yeah. And in America, everybody's waiting for uh, the miracles that uh, Donald Trump said he would deliver. My concern, I wonder whether you share this, is that when voters see that the utopia does not arrive, isn't the risk that they become more angry and more frustrated and then become more extreme in their choices? Um, it is a you know, the, the worry is that what happens when the voters of the Rust Belt in America see that Donald Trump's wall against the Mexicans hasn't provided them with jobs? They're not suddenly going to become mainstream Democrats. Isn't the risk then that they, they look for the next more extreme uh, populist um, proponent, or, or, or how do you see that? In this is a risk, and uh, this is uh, also the reason of creation of new parties, mm-hmm. uh, not only in Italy, but also in Italy, in Germany, in Spain, in France. We will see also in the uh, UK, but your democracy is... Uh, uh, more uh, um, is older and uh, the tradition is maybe st- 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 a bit stiff. Uh, yeah. uh, I-, I think that the risk is correct. The risk to transform uh, these people, not in people who vote for the opposite uh, mm. next time, but to search some more extremists is absolutely. Uh, real, mm. true, uh, and uh, this depends also the, from the unbelievable campaign of uh, fake news on mm. social media. Uh, every day, I have a lot of attacks uh, from Facebook's uh, page, uh, from uh, Instagram, Twitter, um, imagine mm. um, images. Uh, so the risk is uh, real, but I'm optimistic. I am optimistic because. Uh, I think in the history of Italy, uh, the quality of our country, beauty, education, culture, identity, more or less, sooner or later, arrive. Uh, And I believe Italy is not a country who... uh, Not a naturally angry country. It's... We always think of Italians It's as, a very uh, chaotic country, <laughs> uh, but uh, with the chaos, uh, from the chaos, uh, we... Uh, very creative. We have the creativity and uh, we achieved the Renaissance in uh, Florence with Michelangelo and Leonardo. From the chaos, uh, we create in Milano the most important design experience of the uh, 20th century. We, from the chaos, uh, we create Rome on the beautiful uh, landscape of South Italy. So I think uh, Italy is a country with... Um, a DNA focused on uh, beauty, culture, education, uh, and a sense of uh, respect for the other. For me, it's impossible mm. to accept the idea my country became a country angry with uh, mm-hmm. uh, copy. We tried to copy all the countries. Uh, guns in the school at the schools in Italy uh, this is not the solution um, uh, the division uh, we, we will see we, we saw everyone with the, the, the 
crying, uh, the terrible uh, pictures of uh, um, boys and girls uh, divided uh, by from the families uh, oh, in, in the Mexico, in, in Mexico uh, the yeah. USA border. Uh, we are different, and our difference uh, sooner or later uh, we arrive. So. This is time of victory of populism. We think the moon is impossible to achieve uh, for uh, in the next years. Uh, the, the, the unbelievable promise in taxation area in the healthcare system. Uh, what about the and promises that, on immigration? How, how much will that? The first promise was uh, I promised by Mr. Salvini was uh, I will um, cut off from Italy 600,000 people mm. uh, migrants uh, who arrived in the last 10 years. Now the um, new goal is I blocked the new arrivals. The new arrivals yeah. And uh, the third will be I ask to Europe to uh, coordinate new arrivals. Uh, the problem is communication, the powerful of message in uh, Twitter, in uh, Facebook, in TV, in the podcast. Uh, but uh, really, uh, nobody could image today to block migration of, mm. um, if we walk in uh, London you you you, you live in a uh, multi-ethnic city mm. the real question is not migration the real question is legality and integration and integration and cultural values mm. and uh, uh, give the message who is important uh, share the same values mm. And if there is a young woman, a young girl in Italy who have the right to live with the freedom, not with the rules of her country or her tribes. I, I, I think this is the point. Mm -hmm. uh, Mr. Salvini, bet on the fear. I believe on the courage. This is the difference. Well, that is a wonderful and optimistic way to yeah, stop. So courage always. and time will defeat anger and fear. That is a wonderful message to leave our listeners with. And um, I just want to thank you, Matteo Renzi, very much for joining me on, on this podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Ciao. Thanks for listening to that discussion with Matteo Renzi. The next show is in two weeks' time. If you enjoyed the show, then please do subscribe via Apple Podcasts. Just search for Anger Management with Nick Clegg. And if you'd like to give us a star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, that, of course, would be more than welcome. And we're also on Spotify, Acast, Stitcher and all major podcast providers. If you're not so keen on data giants, you can also download it at audioboom.com forward slash channel forward slash Nick Clegg. Please do follow me on Twitter at Nick uh, underscore Clegg and let us know what you thought of this episode and give me any suggestions you might have about who should be on uh, future episodes. Finally, I still haven't given up on getting my dear... Well, friend, no, foe, yes. Paul Dacre to appear on the show. He's got absolutely nothing to do anymore. He's resigned. He's twiddling his thumbs, swanning around in his chauffeur-driven car and his shooting estate in Scotland and his fancy Caribbean, whatever his holiday home, earning squillions, doing not very much. Come on, you must be... The anger must be subsiding. Come on this show and you'll feel angry all over again. I look forward to welcoming you, Paul Dacre, whenever you choose.
Audio production is by Sophie Black and the producer is Andrew Harrison. Anchor management with Nick Clegg is a Podmasters production.